Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes podcast. I am Jeremy, your keeper of arcane lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a sci-fi horror role-playing game. Your investigators of the unknown are Brian as Jack. Just Jack. Gabe as Roy. I'm just excited that people are going to see just how much Jeremy has to edit out again. And Matt as Rocky. Bloopers. Bloopers everywhere. Gonna need a tissue. <laughs> Welcome back, players. How are you, and how has your summer been? Really? Peachy. It's still 2020. Oh, oh, really? Dang. It's current year, guys. Come on. A lot of home projects have been done. Listeners, if you would like to provide feedback or praise or just say hi, drop us a letter from beyond on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes or join our Discord server at discord.lovecrafttapes.com. And guys, we have a bunch of letters from beyond, which I'm really happy about. Laura Alpha says, hey guys, I just wanted to thank you so much for your podcast. Not only is it hilarious, but all your voices are soothing. Yes, that sounds weird, but hear me out. I'm a night shift nurse who struggles to fall and stay asleep during the daytime. Your podcast is perfect. The mix of voices, the delicate music at the beginning, and of course, the storylines are just amazing. I started listening probably four or five months ago, and I recently realized you guys were still making content. I'm so incredibly glad. A-plus work, seriously. Hey, baby, I'm just trying to give you not sue. Just follow the soothing sound of my voice. I don't think any I've heard anybody ever say that our voices are soothing. <laughs> I hear that Roy's angry voice is soothing all the time. Puts me right to sleep. But thank you very much for your kind words. Uh, I think we need to bring back the ASMR craft tapes. Chris Halliday says, I've finally caught up having binged the show over the last few weeks. Thanks for making lockdown so much more fun. Love the banter, the spooky fun, and the recommendos. Keep up the great work, guys. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. Yes. Ali says, Hello, I'm a fan of the Lovecraft tapes and screen doors from Turkey, and I've been listening to the podcast a bit longer than a year. I recently reached the current final episode, so while I wait, I decided to finally write a letter from beyond. This podcast was the best thing to listen to during the pandemic, still is, because it made the whole situation more tolerable with the great stories and hilarious jokes. I couldn't play RPGs or D&D during the pandemic, but I was thinking of creating a chaotic evil character for the next time, and listening to Roy gave me lots of inspiration for it, such as how I should be acting. Also, this is the first RPG podcast I listened to, which is very unfortunate, because it raised my standards too high when it comes to Cthulhu RPGs. One big reason is the sound quality. It is amazing, and the language is very understandable for everyone. I'm not a native speaker, and I can hear and understand things clearly, even when there's a sound effect. The recommendations at the end of the episodes are very useful, and the made-up product advertisements at the beginning of the episodes are really fun to listen to. I don't remember how I discovered this podcast, but it's the best thing I've discovered I've ever discovered, probably, either this or Screen Doors. Keep up the good work, and can't wait for the next episode's cheers. That is amazing. I hate to say it, if you think screen doors are better than this podcast, you're wrong. See, the reason why he doesn't remember finding us is because I have an international squad of chipmunks I pay to sneak into people's bedrooms at night and just subscribe to our podcast on their phone while they're sleeping. It's true. They get a peanut every time they get a subscriber, so. John says, new to the podcast, but I love it already. Just wondering if you have PDF copies of your Keeper scenarios. I would love to try your Lights Camera Chaos scenario as my first Keeper role. And I did respond to John and let him know that Lights, Camera, Chaos it was actually a published scenario. Michael Labossier, I believe, was the one who wrote that. And uh, you can find it online. In other news, if you write Call of Cthulhu scenarios and you want to be on the show, we have an opening for the next episode of Talking Tapes. Ruin Ortega says, Compelling and binge-worthy five stars. As a rookie keeper, I was looking for a podcast to listen to for inspiration and affirmation of gameplay rules. Listening to this series from the beginning is a true delight because their evolution mirrors what many role players go through, starting with a modest understanding of the rules and slowly gaining confidence. In the case of LT, this holds true with the added bonus of the creation of highly personable storytelling and likable characters. While it may not have the polish of other Cthulhu podcasts, which often embellish the recording, this is to the benefit of this particular program as it maintains verisimilitude. 
I'm really starting to feel like Santa and Miracle on 34th Street here. Well, thank you, Rune Ortega. We appreciate the five-star review on Apple. Uh, it was very nice of you. Thomas D.Y. 1987 says, By the Dark Ones, five stars. I was skeptical in the first episode. Wasn't sure if this one was going to be worth my time. Gave you guys an even chance and finished the first episode. Have since binged the series and I'm just starting chapter 10. Amazing story. Enough surprises to keep me guessing no matter how sure I am, I know where things are going. Funny enough to keep me entertained and disarm my adrenaline responses to the story. Amazing work, gentlemen. No matter what negative reviews you do get, not many I bet, just remember the golden rule of tabletop gaming. If the game is fun, the rules and opinions of others don't matter. Keep it up. Keep the terror coming. Be as dedicated as Dan, as honorable as Jack, and as straightforward as Roy. Keep your screen door hung straight. Personally, I don't get any negative reviews. I've just rewired my brain so that anything negative comes across as a compliment. I love condiments. Finally, Cameron Jurrell says, In Case 8, Episode 10, you pretended to have lag, and I pulled out my phone wondering what was going on. I'm currently binging the podcast, and I'm obsessed. I normally listen while walking to class, and I often find myself laughing to myself in a crowd of other students. It's a scene that would fit perfectly into one of your commercials. Keep up the great work. I look forward to listening for a long, long time to come. So I'd like to announce today this will be our last episode. Yep, thank you. Sorry, guys, but, you know, we, we want to quit while we're behind. I'm going to start a new podcast where I just record my part reacting to things that aren't happening. Hey, Gabe, when are we branching out and making the Matt and Gabe show a thing? That's been a thing for years. We're not supposed to be talking about it in front of these two. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, that's fine. We, we know you guys have been a thing for years. Mm-hmm. We support you. We do. I'm freaking holding you all up. And dragging us across the finish line. Power bottom? Power wash my bottom. <laughs> this show is brought to you in part by our generous fans and supporters on patreon.com slash Lovecraft Tapes. And we're going to thank those folks right now. Thank you very much, the Demir Lobotomists. Jordy Rose, Kyle K. Walker, the eldest Barry, Kyle Sherman, Michael Schuler, Amanda Power, Chris Parker, Jefferson Bell, Elizabeth Grieve, Brittany Davis, Olda Polkert, Snow, Phil Dickinson, Dom Driver, Liz Moonberry, Frank Delventhal, Brownie Davis, Jeremy Griffith, Stephen Gregory, Shosuro Ajo, Robert Jameson, Daniel Hissey, Mitch L, Eric Zane, David Winterman, Mal, Daniel Caprone, Quizik, John May, Wuta Ramayan, Marty Dixon, Davinia Von Zerovich, Malamber 57 Yog, Nathan Crow, Eric Phillips, Boston Harbor Horror, Eric Satterberg, Gregory Schmucker, Hoser underscore 21, Holden Omans, Jeffrey Young, Phil Campbell, John Emray, Nicholas Hutto, A.E. Jonesy, a.k.a. Grave Jones, Bifford, Andrew Petty, Ineptus Astartes, Justin Levac, a.k.a. Beyond Peril, A.J. Ake, Manic B Media, Rolling Boxcard, Tiantai, Alexandra Kroska. So thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Before we begin, we need to take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello. I'm Dr. Henry Armitage, head librarian here at Miskatonic University. And as you might guess, I love books. All kinds of books. Romance, science fiction, science fact, the classics. But not horror, of course. Bit of rubbish, that. Horror notwithstanding, I do love a good book. And I'm willing to bet you do, too. That's why, with the able assistance of Professors Rice and Morgan, I've developed the Dunwich House Book Club. How does it work? So glad you asked. Every month, when the stars are right, I will send you three books. One might be a poetry collection from some unknown laureate encamped on a hill in Sweden, authoring with the aid of bird quills and squid ink. One might be a swashbuckling tale of pirates on the high seas, plundering ships for gold doubloons and encountering deadly, but totally naked sirens neath the waves. Oh my! Or one might be the Necronomicon itself, chock full of useful incantations and pretty pictures which tend to alter the reader's consciousness. Take three days to sample the books I've hand-selected and pay only for those you wish to keep. Plus shipping and handling. Yes, it's that simple. 
Next month, I will send you four books. Pay four and keep what you like. The following month, you guessed it, five books. Then six, then seven, and so on, and so on, for the rest of your days. You need only to promise to keep at least one book per month and return the rest at your expense. Soon you'll be swimming in strange texts from faraway lands, drowning in a sea of sigils and slippery sentences which encircle and ensorcel your mind. Won't you please join the Dunwich House Book Club? Operators are standing by. And we're back. I want six. Well, I've had uh, dreams about that product and their service for many years. It starts with me running through a twilight field, the tall grass whipping my outstretched arms. As I run faster and faster, I can feel my feet begin to float above the ground until I'm pushing at the hard-packed earth with only my toe tips. And I know, I know deep in my soul that if I can just go a little faster, I can take flight. And it's at that very same moment of transcendent realization that I am awakened by the buzzer going off on my product and or service. Damn you, product and or service. Damn you straight to hell. The agent that I got between uh, scenarios told me that I shouldn't endorse these products. No, what I told you is that you need to get paid up front. I usually don't get paid at all. (laughs) Paid for full frontals, what I heard. I mean, it depends on how much you're willing to pay. I mean, Gabe is pretty flexible. Now... Dear investigators, we begin Case 11, Haunted Heart. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. Our three dauntless Delta Green agents solved the mystery of Clyde Bauman, as best they could anyway, but opened up a whole other can of writhing, grasping worms in the process. The strange items discovered at the secluded cabin only served to mystify the investigators, even while allowing a brief glimpse of a possible fate at the hands, or maybe tentacles, of an alien being called the Filler of Space. A control officer, Jacqueline, turned out to be a double agent for the mysterious Omega Red organization, responsible for the sabotage of the cathartic arena, though for very personal reasons. A new entity named Legion, appearing in the form of their old companion Detox, has appeared on the scene too, enticing our trio with a promise of sweet relief and a reunion with everyone they thought lost. Jack. They say, whatever doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. That might be true, but while you're struggling to recover, the crushing pain seems almost insurmountable, like a tidal wave that towers overhead getting bigger and bigger as it approaches, sucking the sand from beneath your feet. This is how you describe your mental state to the therapists, and they listen, heads nodding in empathy, prodding you with innocuous queries when you grow quiet. And so it goes, for over half a year, until finally, you begin to feel somewhat human again. You've heard through the grapevine that Jacqueline has been transferred to another facility, presumably held for treasonous behavior. When you're finally able to re-enter the gym, you recognize few faces. The new fitness coordinator is a stranger. But it does feel good to throw yourself back into routine, strengthening slack muscles, clearing your mind of lingering questions that will never receive concrete answers. Development phase. You are going to roll D100 for each skill that you have checked. So we're going to start off with Fighting Brawl. I got a 21, which is underneath what I needed, so uncheck that. All right, next up is Firearms. You are currently at 64, so you need 64 over 64. Luft balloons. I got a 54. That counts. Uncheck that, please. Let's move on to Intimidate. You have a 15%. I got 31. Yay. All right, go ahead and roll me D10, please. Oh, come on. I got a one. All right, so you get your Intimidate goes up to 16. Moving on. Listen, for over 35 is what you need. 88. D10, please. A two. <laughs> hey, that's better than the one. 37 you'll go up to. Spot hidden. This is going to be a rough roll. 77. 53. No go. And throw is a 20. 75. Roll a D10. A three. It's getting better one at a time. So 23 on your throw. That's a little bit better. And you got some track. 58. 
76. So now you're going to roll a four. A seven. So you're going to go up to 65 on your track. Very good. Now, next up, we're going to do some gain sanity through self-help. Your previous key connection was uh, who is behind the face, imposter syndrome. And we, we decided that you probably confronted that and so you're you're available to make a sanity roll and if it's equal or under your sanity you get to gain some sanity i got a hard success okay so you're gonna go ahead and roll a d6 i got a four so go ahead and increase your sanity by four and now we're going to uh, try to recover some luck so go ahead and give me a luck roll i got a one luck was supposed to be over so you do not get to increase your luck. Sorry, guys. I have 15 luck. So I'm not helping with anything this scenario. So uh, we, we've gone ahead and we've decided that you have enough time to train. You can choose one skill to train at. Yeah, I think I'm going to do climb. Nice. So go ahead and roll D100. You need over a 24. 85. Roll D10. 10. Increase your climb to 34. Nice. All right. And then the final thing we need to do for you, sir, is uh, let's discuss your new key connection. Okay. The reanimation without explanation. That is something that scares me to my core. Most everything I could that I've experienced, I could explain away or rationalize in some way to where I'm not I'm not going to lose it. But but seeing into his eyes and seeing the number glowing inside of them. Rockies. Yeah. Was I, I can't get that image out of my head even after the six months of, of therapy. It still wakes me up. And knowing that he was dead. Yes. I don't want that to happen to me. I, if I go, I don't want to come back. I can't come back. I won't come back. Uh-oh. My key connection is necromancy when Jack dies. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Roy, these past seven months have been bittersweet. Thanks to the tender ministrations of Dr. Beatrice Gordon and her nigh-on miraculous glowing green medicine, your wounds have healed wondrously. And with the able assistance of Quincy Q. Quince, you've managed to secure a position as Assistant Deputy Director of Personal Firearms under his command. He's even intimated that, if things go well, you could be in line for his position once he retires, just a few years off. Of course, you do have some competition in the form of Takashi Ito, Assistant Deputy Director of Tactical Gear. There is a certain nostalgic pang felt, too, when you realize this body you've inherited, Declan's old body, turned a year older in July. But hey, you'll take 36 over 48 any day. In fact, you feel as if you're just hitting your prime all over again. Alright, let's delve into your development phase. So we got Fighting Brawl, you have 36 or more. 83. Ding, 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 ding. Six. Nice. You're up to 42 on your Fighting Brawl. Firearms, let's do it. I got this. Yeah, 46. Nice. Eight. You're up to 38 on your Firearms handgun. Everything else can suck and I'll be fine. Listen, over 37 is what you need. It wouldn't be in character for me to improve this. I did not. (laughs) I got a seven. Natural World, over a 60. 68. Roy likes nature. D10. You're up to 66 on your natural world. Psychology, over 11. 27. Improve that by a 9. 20 on your psychology. Love it. Spot hidden, over a 75. All right, let's not improve this one. 30. (laughs) Stealth, (laughs) 8. And finally, track. I can improve track. Come on. Over a 10 on that. 73. Nice. (laughs) 3. Up to 13 on that. Pretty good. Key connection for Case 10 was fear of loss of identity. And I think we said you were confronted with Marlene and all that. So the face behind the mask. And so we we felt like you confronted that sufficiently to warrant gaining some sanity through self-help. So we need you to make a sanity roll and you need equal to or under. I got over by a lot. And actually, you're going to have to decrease that by one. So you're going to go down to 62 sanity. Don't tell Roy he's insane. So your therapy is wasn't quite good. Maybe you're a little preoccupied with your uh, new training and new position in the at Delta Green. Go ahead and do some training. So what would you like to try to increase? Either medicine or first aid. I can either go for the slam dunk or... I cannot, and I've rolled a well, so I'm kind of inclined to believe I should just go for the slam dunk. So I'm just going to go for medicine, 
because I physically can't fail the first roll. Well, I mean, technically. And I would have been fine if I would have gone for first aid, but I'll stick with medicine. Medicine makes a lot of sense, though. You've been spending some time uh, recuperating, so go ahead and roll a d10. Six. So your medicine goes up to seven now. So I guess the good Dr. Gordon has taught you a little bit. Just like a kid. Dr. Roy, the Band-Aid goes on the bleedy spot, not next to it. <laughs> Tell us about your new key connection for Case 11. Well, my new key connection is making bad decisions that put people in danger. Because ever since I made that stupid show of humanity and tried to save the woman, I just can't stop thinking about how much damage all that caused, all because I tried to be a decent person. It really also bothers me that I was wrong, so that coupled with everything causes this new sensation in my mind where usually when I make bad decisions, it only burns me, but I'm starting to realize that it can burn other people as well. All right, I think that's perfect. I don't get a luck increase. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So you're going to roll D100, and if it's over your current luck, add D10. I need a 22. I got a 70. Can I roll the D100, please? <laughs> I'll take nine. I mean, you got nine, which is pretty damn good. I'll take it. 31 luck now. Rocky, time flies when you're having fun, and you, sir, have been having no fun at all. Therefore, time has seemed to crawl. First, your blasted brother has somehow managed to wheedle his way into this two-bit organization like some kind of brood parasite, upsetting the balance of power and hierarchy. Do these simpletons really think that Cuckoo is somehow their savior? Nobody knows Roy like you know Roy, and Delta Green will one day be in for a rude awakening. The only solace you've received these past few months is playing chess with Kenny, the only brilliant mind in this facility that might match yours. Not to mention there seems to be something up his sleeve, perhaps a side project percolating with which he may require your assistance? Something he's not quite ready to divulge to Delta Green at large. You do love a good conspiracy, and Kenny needs a right-hand man. Someday. Meantime, you'll continue to focus your energies on outwitting his maneuvers on the game board. All right, let's dive into your skill set. Fighting Brawl. Give me over a 25, please. That's a 90, and that's a 10. So your Fighting Brawl is going to go up to 35? So I guess you've been uh, sort of taking out your frustrations on the at the gym a little bit? Maybe you got a punching bag in your room? Yeah, I printed out Roy's face, <laughs> and I just plastered it on the bag. Multiple hours a day, hitting his face over and over And again. you still lost the fight. Give me a first aid roll, buddy. I need to roll over 43. I rolled a 48. Crank it. And I am six points better at doctoring. 49 for you. Moving on to psychology. Oof. I got a 65, so no more psychology for me. I let my psychology today subscription lapse. Finally, spot hidden. Need over a 60. Oh, I got a 32. No spot hidden for me. All right. Uh, we also determined that your fear of abandonment in case 10 was uh, somehow faced somehow yeah yeah it was that split second decision when i saw you guys running one way and i made the choice that i need to run the other way exactly so go ahead and make a sanity roll and you need equal to or under your current sanity i needed a 67 i rolled a 49 that is a success so go ahead and roll d6 that's a one so you're gonna pop up to 68 on your sanity all right give me a luck roll and you want to get over your current luck so I need to roll over a 46. I rolled an 11. So no luck for me. No luck for you to remain at 46. I mean, I still have more than like twice the luck of everybody else. But... No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm sitting at 46. You have three times the luck of me. Yeah, pretty much. What do you think about training? What are you going to train in? You know, I'm not really sure why, but I'm kind of feeling like history might be something. So you need over a 25? I rolled a 33. I get nine more points into history. Up to 34 on history. And uh, let's talk about your key connection. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about advanced technology pads. At the beginning of the last case, you know, we all decided that, yeah, sure, a virtual reality training simulator sounds like fun. Except for the fact that uh, Rocky wouldn't be in a situation where he's being constantly haunted and watched over by something called the filler of space had he not stepped into that simulator to begin with, which was broken, which really messed with him. So people 
used to do things without technology and then they got along just fine. So clearly we don't really need all those fancy things, you know, maybe a little bit here and there, but the way up there stuff, nah, man, that shit's trying to kill us all. Skynet is here. Welcome to the Roy side. All right, guys, that's it for development phase. Let's move on. It may be early October outside, but inside the Delta Green facility, there are no seasons or windows for that matter. Instead, far below ground, there are a series of environmental pods set up in the community areas where you're able to queue up digital representations of mountains or grasslands or oceanic cruises, all set to an appropriate soundtrack of whistling wind or rustling leaves or crashing waves. Of course, there are virtual reality rigs set up to further immerse your senses, but oddly enough, none of you has been eager to strap yourself into another digital landscape. This morning, you are enjoying a casual post-breakfast trek through the Sahara when you get a message on your mobile device requesting your immediate presence in Director Legrasse's office. The administrative assistant posted outside waves you in without looking up from her computer screen. You open the familiar door but are greeted with an unfamiliar sight. The room is completely dark, except for three chairs set in a row, illuminated by spotlights overhead. Have a seat, gentlemen. Legrasse's voice echoes from the other side of the room where you can see only empty blackness. Roy, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Bachelor number one, what would you do if... That'd be the butt, Bob. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, Jack takes the third chair. And I don't sit and I just take it. (laughs) He picks the chair up and walks out of the room. I'm going to wave my arm at the chairs and insist that Roy goes first. I look directly into the projector because my second grade teacher told me not to. I'm going to stare at the sun. One day I'll be president. (laughs) (laughs) My eyes! I'll take... The second chair. I'm going to stand next to the first chair, but not sit down. Another spotlight snaps on above where Legrasse's desk ordinarily sits. In its place, however, is a plain stone pedestal, atop which squats a hunk of obsidian expertly chiseled into a perfect cube that measures two feet on all sides. Pardon my my appearance. appearance. Legrasse's voice emanates from the rock, and it pulses with a faint topaz luminescence. I'm unable to to attend attend today's today's meeting meeting physically, physically, as I'm I'm tied tied up elsewhere. elsewhere. I I know it's been a while while since we've had a chance to meet in in person, person. so So let's let's catch up. up. Where have you been up to since we last spoke? Why are you a rock? (laughs) That's inappropriate. Walk up to the pedestal, size up the cube of obsidian, pull a bag of sand out from behind me, kind of wait to make sure it's about the same. I think they want us to transcribe the lexicon. I have one in Latin, if that helps. I don't know about these two, but I've been doing great. I've been making great strides here at Delta Green. Everybody keeps telling me that I'm, like, the greatest they've ever seen, so. I've heard good things from Quincy. I'm ready to get back out there. Are you you sure, sure, Jack? Jack? 100%. Not 98%. 47 percent 69 percent nice uh, you know um been practicing improving my chess game with uh kenny down in the library every day or every several days depending on how busy he is kenny's, kenny's quite, quite the, the asset, asset. Uh, ha- have, have you beat, you beat him, him often, often? at chess. chess oh i mean i'm getting there at this point i'd say we're maybe 50 50 i mean i let him win every now and then just so he feels like he's he still has a chance you can't crush them too badly otherwise they never want to play again so you let him win 50 percent of the time it works 100 percent of the time well color color me impressed impressed, rocky Rocky. the obsidian block seems to pulse with satisfaction this is all good good to hear good to hear hear. well Well, enough enough small small talk talk. let's Let's get get down down to your your next next assignment assignment, shall shall we we? tell me what you know about Providence, Rhode Island. It's a town in Rhode Island. It's the capital of Rhode Island. But it's not a town. Rhode Island has a capital? Well, now I don't know. Now that you mention it. It's too small to have a capital. It does have a lower case, though. I mean, clearly it has to be some sort of, like, territory of New York or something. Do you think that, like, Massachusetts could, like, invade Rhode Island? Who would stop us? I feel like New Jersey could take on Rhode Island, and New Jersey isn't good for much, honestly. They're not new anymore. I'm going to use Delta Green's resources to start the Massachusetts imperialization. Not much about Rhode Island. What do we need to know? Why don't each of you give me a history roll, please? Oh, snap. Why we need to know history? 
I needed a five. I rolled a 94. That's pretty damn close. I needed a 34. I rolled an 83. That's even closer. I need a five. I got a 25. That's pretty close. Push it. Wikipedia exists. This is a dumb question. That's, That's fine, fine, gentlemen. gentlemen. Uh, a, few a few days, days ago, ago three, three young, young girls, girls from, from Providence, Providence disappeared. disappeared. After, After questioning, questioning locals, local, the authorities ascertained the trio had last been seen on a bike path near Squantum Point. Point. Police, Police have searched, searched the area and surmised the three may have drowned. drowned. They are dredging nearby rivers, lakes, lakes and, ponds and ponds even now. Our, Our Providence contacts, however, immediately alerted us because there is an abandoned property on Squantum Point that has been on our radar as a potential hotspot of paranormal activity. For half, for half a century. century. Poe Mance. Like that panda from the Kung Fu movies? It's like romance, but Poe? It, it is a regional region legend, legend of sorts, so you so can you imagine precocious young residents sneaking out for their, for their own, own reconnaissance, reconnaissance of the so-called haunted house. house. If, those if those girls, girls entered that house, house, I suspect they may still be there. there. I've sent sent secure secure digital digital files files to your device outlining outlining the history of the house and its owner, which you can can review during your flight to the coast. Departure Departure is in two two hours. You'll be be further further briefed by our field operatives at the property. property. Your orders are simple. Investigate Poe Mance, find out what has happened to the missing girls, and conduct experiments to determine the source of any supernatural occurrences. Any questions? Two hours, right? Till we leave? Yes, that's correct. I quickly get up and run out of the room to go clear my browser history. Why is he spending so much time on this tube site? Hey, I make my own sausage. There's nothing wrong with that. I have a general question about Providence. Yes, yes of, course. of course. You think it's Celtic territory? Or are they like New York fans there? I, I presume, presume that they, they would, would be New York, New York fans. fans. I have a follow-up question about Providence. Can I stay here? Yes, yes you. You, you in the front with your hand up. Can I go to Hartford instead? Until, Until we, we meet, meet again, again gentlemen. gentlemen. Legrass and Tones. Then the black rock dims and the spotlight above it goes out. Almost magically, the office door opens suddenly to reveal a blinding rectangle of light which frames the administrative assistant tapping their foot impatiently. All right, guys, you have two hours to assemble your packs. Clear all history. You may take five items with you. Take my pants, a shirt, my shoes. Do shoes count as two or one item? Don't worry about the pants. You don't need the pants. What if there's prickers? Whittle it down to five important things. How's that? Gotcha. And you can uh, assume that you can equip yourself, the vast resources of Delta Green, with pretty much anything that you think you might need in this situation. I'm going to need a really nice 94 Pinot. I'm done. Shout it out, Roy. Where are you going to be taken? Rations, my titanium spork, long sleeves, a Rhode Island atlas, and a high-powered flashlight. Who's next? Uh, I could go. Um, I'm I'm bringing my switchblade, short sleeves, my nine millimeter pistol, my Zippo, rope, and a flashlight. Rock on and rock on. So far, I have my revolver because you know self defense. I'm gonna go down to the library and dig a local legends book for Rhode Island out of the restricted section. I'm gonna bring a multi tool with me because who doesn't need a multi tool? Uh, we're gonna bring ourselves a flashlight because it's probably gonna get dark at some point. And then we are going to bring a warm, comfy jacket because it's Rhode Island. I've got my card again. Three button. So you guys, uh, anything else you want to do within that two hours? Uh, you can talk to anybody you want to. You can finish any business you need to, interact with NPCs, whatever you want to do. I'm gonna shower and uh, meditate. I'm going to nap. I'm going to go down to the library and chat with Kenny. Hey, Rock, what's up? Uh, well, good news, bad news. Give me the bad news first. I always like the bad news right up top. Uh, we're going to have to postpone our regular chess games as I'm being sent out into the field again. Oh, shit. I knew it. Damn it. It should have been good news. I'll be back. We can we can continue then. All right. All right. What's the good news? Give me, that, give, give me this sweet good news then. Good news, I believe that you can give me a serious leg up on this mission. Well, of course. What what can I do for you? I'm going to need the lowdown, I guess as the kids say, on something out of Rhode Island called Pomance. I figured you might have either some general information or maybe um, something hidden away in the the special section of the library that I might be able to take with me. Just, you know, I like to know everything I need to know for for a situation. Yeah, let me see here. Let's see, you said Poe, huh? Rhode Island? He he wanders over to uh, some stacks, flipping through some of these articles and so forth. I don't see anything here. Can, Can 
minutes just wait i'm on a strict time window here you know how i feel about schedules and you also know how i feel about being prepared considering everything that happened last time oh yeah you got you got a point there you got a point i don't know man now why don't you give me an intimidate roll <laughs> I needed a 60 hour old at 94. I'd like to help you, but I just got too much to do right now. And it's going to take too long to flip through these texts. You said you're leaving pretty quick here. So, you know, maybe, maybe Google it on the way or something. I don't know. Best of luck to you, though. And I'm going to turn and I'm going to go and try and find something myself. Bring me back something nice, though. Maybe a snow globe. Anything else you want to do, Rock, while these guys snore away? I'm meditating. You know, Roy's going, and you're going, oh. But I'm doing it into his mouth. Oh. What I'm saying is one of us is a lot more relaxed than the other. I think I'm just going to spend the rest of the time in the library. Since I'm good friends with Kenny, I can get into uh, certain sections of the library that are, you know, generally not allowed to most entry-level agents. So I'm going to go into the, the dangerous part of the library since he's not going to help me and see if I can't find something on my own. Google Rhode Island. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a library use, please. I needed a 70. I rolled a 56. That's a success. And uh, you do discover a book that is sort of a compilation of old news articles printed in a hardback format. So it's like one of those very large bound books. And according to some news articles, Poe Mance was constructed in 1875, designed by an architect firm out of New York City, contracted by the Poe family named Carcosa and Sons. And soon after the construction was complete, they were legally bound to keep the whole project secret. But once it was done, their offices in Manhattan mysteriously caught fire and destroyed nearly all the records. Carcosa lost his two sons in the blaze and closed the business in despair. He died shortly thereafter at Danvers State Hospital in Massachusetts. Ooh. Saucy. You find an article in that same book that mentions Pope. In 1636, Providence was founded by a religious zealot named Roger Williams, who had long been at odds with other religious institutions in Massachusetts. He bought land from Native Americans and set up a community founded on the principle of religious and political freedom. Less than 10 years later, one of Williams' business partners, John Poe, purchased more land to establish East Providence on the southeast banks of the river. Cool. So, two hours is up, and you guys are expected on the landing pad. I have all of my stuff, and I've been waiting for ten minutes. Patiently waiting. Very tidy and neatly packed go bag, and the book with all the articles in it. I snuck it out of the library by yelling, Look a distraction, and then I ran past him. I mean, I just casually have all my stuff ready and just meet at the desired location. I follow the rules. So, the three of you uh, ride the elevator up to the landing pad where you see the same massive hangar with the clouds outside. You can just sort of see blue sky and some clouds scudding by. But this thing is just huge. It looks like an airport unto itself and clearly is somewhere high, high, high above. You're still not sure exactly where the location is. You see the jet that you ordinarily take and you see this older looking lady who is wearing a perpetual frown and she looks very tired. It's Roy's mother-in-law. She doesn't even smile or anything as you guys approach. You can't see the smile because she's wearing someone's frown. Whose frown is it? Puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. As you get within uh, like 20 feet or something, she just sort of grunts and points towards a, uh, a hold area underneath the plane that's open for your packs. I toss mine in and walk over to the entrance of the plane and wait. I throw mine in and as I pass the woman I just mentioned, man, you must be really fulfilled in your job. Mm. It's Lurch Part 2. But not tall. You rang. I'm going to head towards the, the thing to set my pack down, and as I walk past her, I'm going to reach into my, my jacket pocket and flip her a gold coin as I walk past. She looks at it in midair, lets it hit the ground, looks at it, turns and walks into the cockpit. You know, that works in the movies. I'm going to run back and grab it just so I can do that again next time. Eventually, one of these times, it's going to work, and it's going to look really fucking cool. And uh, why don't each of you give me a spot hidden, please? I need a 60. I rolled a 51. That's a success. I need a 77. I rolled a 14. That's a I need a 75. I got a 39. That's a regular. Rocky and Roy, you both noticed that she's wearing a name tag that says P. Period Elliot. 
P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. And uh, Jack, you notice the same thing, but you also see that she has a little scar on her left temple. It looks like a surgical scar. Someone threw a coin at her. I'm just trying to help. Lobotomy. And uh, she starts up the engine. At least she's not going to try and offer us white chocolate anything. So, Jack, you brought the snacks this time, right? No, I could only bring five things. Sorry, man. Doritos, Fritos, Cheetos, Velveeta, and Mr. Pib. Five things. I did use my switchblade to cut this block of Velveeta, though, so we could lick that the whole way there. I'll eat all my rations on the plane. As soon as the door closes, Roy immediately panics and eats everything. I'm going to just keep flipping my zippo open and lighting it. Oh, a little less oxygen. A little less oxygen. Oh, plane explodes. Before you even realize that you're airborne, you are winging your way off to Rhode Island. As you leave the airspace of Delta Green, each of your phones make a dinging sound. Ding. And uh, you see that the dossiers have arrived. All right, so we're going to start off with Roy. According to local Providence police, three young girls were reported missing on Sunday, September 27th after failing to return from a supposed sleepover at a friend's house who claimed to know nothing about it. Maddie Lewis, I know a girl named that, age 12. Rachel Brown, I know a girl named that, age 12. And Gwyneth Williams, age 13, last seen riding bikes near Pierce Memorial Field near noon on Saturday, September 26th. All three girls are good students from solid homes. No record of family trouble. No problems with any other children. Young people in the area have been known to swim from Bold Point Park to India Point across the river, despite warnings from the Coast Guard. Having turned up no evidence of foul play, authorities, with the assistance of the FBI, have begun dredging the harbor for bodies. Rocky! This is the dossier on the Poe Mance. Built in 1875 by John Poe III, not far from the original East Providence colony, the Poe Mance soon became a magnet for unnatural occurrences in the area, including frequent electrical storms and strange clouds, which seemed to hang low over its rooftop. The Poe family kept to itself, mostly interacting with the public only when necessary to do business and keeping to the property. Occasionally, strangers from faraway lands would be seen arriving by boat, but were never seen leaving. Over the centuries, rumors and legends grew among the populace, from Satan worship to cannibalism. Twice in the early 1900s, villagers marched out to the peninsula in an attempt to burn the house down. Both times, they were beaten back by ferocious winds and hail. They took this as a sign and left the Poe residence alone thereafter. After the last known family member's death in 1993, the city attempted to reclaim the real estate for a proposed boutique luxury hotel, but found the property was protected by law from any outside influence until October 25th, 2023. It goes without saying that the spurned bureaucrats are already planning for that day. And then finally, we have a dossier that Jack receives for Eldridge Poe. Born May 27, 1911, two parents of John and Mallory, rumored to be cousins. Eldridge Poe joined the long list of homeschooled family members, seldom seen outside the manse and always in company of a caretaker. After the death of his parents in the 60s, Eldridge became the sole surviving member of the Poe lineage and final owner of their property. He remained in the mansion, secluded, until his death on October 25th, 1993. I'm going to cross-reference the stuff that I learned. Like I'm going to take the, some of the names and attempt to cross-reference them with the book that I brought with me that had uh, all that information on the house to begin with. I'm going to um, go to Rocky and ask him, do you have any information? What do you know about this Eldridge Poe? It's right after I read the dossier. I'll kind of cross-reference like the obituaries of the... If there were, if there are any of the girls, I know they said that they kind of gave up and see if I can find any more quotes on it. So why don't each of you give me a library use, please? I needed a 70. I rolled a seven. That's an extreme success. I needed a 69 nice and I got an 80 not nice. Uh, I needed a 50 and I got a 61. You ready for some history, buddy? Old man Jenkins. In the 1700s. Pirates often ransacked passenger ships in the Atlantic, hiding out with their booty on Patience Island. 
Tales tell of their longboats making frequent trips upriver to Providence in order to purchase supplies, but also to trade exotic wares from other faraway lands. The Poe family was well known for collecting such artifacts. Also, in 1892, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Several bodies were exhumed from the crypts of the Poe family after consumption had claimed many of the local townsfolk and vampiric activity was suspected. Some of the bodies showed signs of lividity, particularly Mercy Poe's corpse, which still had blood in the heart. The villagers burned her heart and liver and mixed the ashes with water, which a sick Edwin Poe drank as a cure-all. He died months later, however, the tonic not having worked, apparently. I wonder why. In 1938... The Great New England Hurricane blew in from the southeast, raising buildings to the ground and collapsing bridges into the brine. It took the lives of over 600 people. But through it all, the Pomance remained untouched. Some say it sat on just the right spot to protect it from the elements. Others say the Poe family made a pact with the devil. And because you helped Jack with his Eldridge Poe, I'll give you one thing. Yay! Eldridge Poe had been anonymously supporting social programs in the area since 1967, mostly to help fund outreach efforts to less fortunate children. Good guy. He loves children. I feel like he's really touched all of your children. The jet touches down at TF Green Airport, just south of Providence. It is early afternoon, sunlight streaming into the cabin, though the horizon foretells a possible squall in the distance as dark clouds gather to the west. Your pilot taxis to a private hangar with a sign outside that reads Delta North Star Aeronautics, where you see a helicopter parked nearby and a grinning man standing next to it, hands on hips. Once the jet has stopped, you disembark and the man rushes forward, still smiling warmly. Hey there! Welcome to Providence. I'm Greg Northstar. I'll be giving you a lift to Bold Point Park. Let me help you with the bags. Without waiting for a response, he grabs your packs and hustles them over to his helicopter. Wow. That's customer service. I'll meet him over at the helicopter and I'll throw him a gold coin. Hey, that's my move. Can I sit up front with you? Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. I look over my shoulder and I go, shotgun. You must be Jack. Yeah. How you doing? Hey, pleased to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. You must be Roy, huh? Yeah. I've heard. Uh, congrats on the promotion, man. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I'd be working hard. That's right. That's what I've heard. Uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, you can get me a little deal on a sweet Colt 45. I do love a Colt 45, but I don't know if you should be drinking while driving this thing. That's true. Wink. And then uh, he turns to Rocky. He's like, oh, hello, sir. You're Rocky, right? Ah, uh, yes, that would be correct. Hey, have you seen one of these gold coins? This is pretty sweet, man. Just going to get on the helicopter. Greg says, uh, hey, Pam, uh, catch you later. We'll We'll do dinner. And she grunts and goes back into the cockpit. You think he's actually going to do dinner with Pam? You guys been here before? Uh, general area, yes. Have never actually visited this part of Rhode Island, I guess you could say. I think you're going to like it. And he hits the button and the chopper starts to whir. He's pointing towards this headset to Rocky and Roy in the back. As soon as we put on the headsets, all we hear is unfortunate son all the way there <laughs> on a loop. It ain't me. The only thing we're allowed to listen to in the chopper. As the helicopter takes flight, you feel an overwhelming sense of vertigo. The airstrip falls away below, the ground tilting at an odd angle as you wing northward. To your left are neighborhoods which give way to colorful woods surrounding Skituate Reservoir to the west, and beyond, the looming storm clouds which scud low like indigo billows poisoning the azure skies. But then the vehicle banks east, and you can see the river moving sluggishly, only tolerating the many vessels that move on its surface, petulantly spitting frothy waves onto the shoreline, eager to be rid of its burdens and out to sea. Below now is the Roger Williams Park Zoo, a wide swath of greenery speckled with botanical gardens, carousels, and a casino. You know, the way Providence's founder would have wanted it. So, uh, yeah, you guys are headed to the mats, huh? Uh, oh, here's a map. Just I know you got an atlas. Would you go through our inventory? And I've marked where the Poe Mance is going to be. You're actually um, landing quite a bit north of that. You ever hear of Dolly Ellen Cole? No, I don't believe I have. Yeah, she was, she was a suspected witch back in the 1800s and performed certain rituals at the Poe Mance for that family. Well, some of those Bible thumpers got up in arms and burned her house to the ground. Only problem was, Dolly wasn't home at the time. 
and instead they killed her young daughter, Ooh. Dorothy, by accident. And then Dolly put some sort of hex on the city and cursed the townsfolk before disappearing into the woods. Never seen again, though some claim to have seen her ghost over the years, particularly out toward Gate of Heaven Cemetery. Myself, I don't put much stock in that kind of urban legend. Well, at least the times people were right about her being a witch. You know the accuracy ratio on witch accusations? It has to be like a thousand to like actually finding a witch. It's, they're terrible at it. They really should have quit. Jack, what's better for you? Charm, fast talk, intimidate, or persuade? Persuade. Go ahead and give me a roll. I needed a 40. I got a 9. That's hard. Success. I don't know if I believe in all the, the witchcraft stuff. I mean, in the 1800s, they'd persecute, some, or persecute somebody just because they were different. What about Poe? Do you know anything about Poe? He didn't seem like he was a bad guy. I mean, that's what I heard around town. Nobody was allowed on their property, of course. But on Halloween, Eldridge was known to collect bushels of hand-picked apples from his personal orchard and place them out by the gate for the neighborhood children. That's how it was discovered he died in 93, though, when the apples didn't appear at the gate. And how many broken windows each Halloween did he get from putting apples out for kids? Have you ever been there? I've flown over. And now something, something, the sins of the father. Finally, Greg Northstar steers you directly over the river to the northwest tip of East Providence, where, to the south of Bold Point Park, the wide expanse offers the perfect landing spot without drawing too much attention. End of the line, boys. Greg announces through the headsets. We'd give you a key to the city with the mayor's not too keen on Delta Green these days. Hold tight. Little bump. There's a nasty jolt as the landing struts scrape off some rock hidden in the long grass. But at least you've managed to arrive safely. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, go ahead, pile on out. I'll get your gear. Thanks for the information. I do appreciate it. He seems a little distracted. He's sort of bent down looking at the landing gear. Oh, God damn it. Everything okay? It's it's not a big deal. The landing gear took a little bit of a scrape there, so I'm going to have to get that fixed. They'll probably have to pound it out. I don't think it needs to be replaced, but i got to head back to base. Okay, so I see uh, I'm scheduled here to pick you guys up in 48 hours. Yes. Is that right? That is correct. Okay, great. So I'll, I'll just meet you here 48 hours. If you need to get around town, you know, just do whatever you need to do. There's a city bus that runs by on the main road just a couple blocks up. Or, you know, Uber, Lyft, whatever you want to do. To get to the uh, mansion, though, you're going to have to take uh, something a little different. You see that shack over there? Yes, I see the shack over there. They rent bikes. Just start pedaling down the path due south. In about two miles, you'll see Squanum Point on the riverside just off the bike path. From there, you can wheel in about 100 feet or so. But after that, you're going to have to walk the rest of the way to the house. Your contacts are waiting there for you. Good luck. See you soon. Love you, too. He takes off. So you guys walk up to the shack, and there's just an old dude. He looks like a grizzled old man. White hair that's thinning. He's got liver spots. His hands are just gnarled with arthritis. How you doing, boy? Are you Shaq? I'm the Shaq. Yeah, yeah. From way downtown. We would like to um, procure the use of some of your fine vehicles here. If we need works. to rent three bikes. Three bikes? Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Okay, that, that'll be $15. Just need some paperwork sign here? Or do you? And I'm going to slide him a gold coin. Oh, he bites it. His tooth chips off. Perfect. We were never here. Alright, boys, I just got the one left, so go ahead and take it. It's back. I'm going to start running for the bike. It's a three-seat bike. Shotgun. Middle on the hump, I called it. It's a bicycle. All the seats are the hump. Roy's in front. Jack's in the middle. Rocky's pulling up the rear. Once again. You know how I like pulling rear. Rocky's going to be in third place when we cross the finish line, just like always. Tune in next time as we open another reel of the Lovecraft tapes. Uh, I wanted to take the Pee Wee Herman bike and have him following us through the entire case. Well, the three-seater does look like the Pee Wee Herman bike, but it's three-seater. I wanted to get the bicycle from uh, from the Wizard of Oz, so every time I pedaled somewhere, you just hear... I think it's a serial killer that's abducting young girls. I think that the city of Providence is coming alive and is eating them down into the pit. Oh, that could be. To feed its smallness? My official Lagrasse prediction is that she's Cajun and knows Jack. She's an actual crocodile. Alright guys, now it's time to roll for some hashtag recommendos where we share some of our geeky obsessions. Take it away. You know, we've all we've all known that 2020 has not been the the best of years. So, you know, there's there's one thing that that always makes me feel better when I'm feeling down and that's just a whole lot of nostalgia. My recommendation this week is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. It is a, a remaster 
collection of the first two original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater games that have been updated to, you know, 4K UHD graphics, but it's the the same core physics engine, it's the same trick set, the same controls, so it is all the fun that was playing Tony Hawk back on the day in my PlayStation 2, but now I can play it in, you know, 4K and UHD on my Xbox, and it's just so much fun like just even from the moment i booted up the the start menu it was it just takes it just took me like way back to when i was a kid and i love it i'm having an absolutely blast with it and i'm really excited and i have my fingers crossed that they 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 end up adding three and four into the game because the more tony hawk i can get the better and it's just it's something i need it's a like just dumb fun it's really easy to pick up and put down and it's a really great distraction from the world outside thank you matt all right let's move on to gabe i'm gonna recommend a movie can't stress that this is pretty much the highest praise I have for a movie in the last couple years that I've seen. It came out last year. I think it's probably the best movie I've seen between what's come out this year and what's come out last year. And it's called The Platform. It's on Netflix. It's a Spanish language movie. I think it's from Spain. Don't get mad. I watched it dubbed, but the dub's okay. It's pretty good. The plot of this movie is it's like a prison type social experiment type thing where people are put in this they don't classify they don't specify that's a prison but for lack of a better term it's a prison and it's you and a cellmate and there's there's a bunch of levels there's people above you people below you all in pairs the premise of it is when you come in they ask you what your favorite food is and everybody that is there they make their favorite food and it's all on one platform that starts at the top and lowers what they're trying to find out is if these people can work together to ration the food or not, or if everyone just gets all greedy and at the top eats as much as they can, leaving nothing for anyone at the bottom. At the beginning of every month, it gets randomly reshuffled. You're still with your cellmate, but it goes down or up, like you could end up at a completely different level. So you could potentially end up at a level where they get no food, or you could end up at a level that's where you get all the food and it just is completely randomized. And the entire movie is basically just this character, and it's just viewing how his psyche goes through this process of not having food, what he needs to do to get food, or when he has the food, how he reacts to having it, how he tries to, and how he tries to change the entire system. And it's just very interesting character study, which is exactly what I like in movies. So that's the platform. It's on Netflix. Highly recommend it. All right, Bri. I having been in lockdown for thousands of years, have blown through everything you could watch. So I'm going back. Um, I actually started watching Sherlock again, the series with um, Doctor Strange in it. It still holds up. It's so well done. The mystery alone. I love shows where they don't give you the answers and then you have to watch the person on screen struggle to uncover everything. You actually get to uncover this in your own mind, and it actually makes you feel more part of the the activity and the action that's happening. I am just at the end of season one. There are four seasons, and you can see them on Netflix. Um, it's an older show, but if you have not seen Sherlock, definitely check it out. It's really good, and it's almost in the format of a miniseries. Each season is like a miniseries. There's, I think, maybe, what, three or four episodes in each, and um, they're quite long, almost the length of a movie each episode is so it really pulls you in and you can watch one episode and not feel bad that you're not coming back for a couple days or a week so i highly recommend sherlock uh, on netflix all right thank you brian i'll wrap things up with my recommendation for tonight is the movie host from 2020 directed by rob savage starring Haley bishop Gemma Moore, Emma Louise Webb, Redina Drendova, Edward Leonard, and Carolyn Ward. This is the Shutter exclusive about a haunted Zoom call that you may have been hearing hitting the news because people love it. It takes place basically in our time, the pandemic situation. So it is relatable, particularly if you've had any kind of Zoom calls with anybody else or like what we're doing right now. This is exactly it. We're, we're on a uh, Discord call. It's more or less a riff on Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity, but way more fun. It's played for not exactly laughs, but there's some humor to be had, and it's very quick. It does it in, I think, under an hour. They do a great job with jump scares. Uh, they're not just thrown at you for no reason. Plus, the digital limitations of Zoom 
also serve to enhance the suspense. Basically, it's about the dangers of mocking powers you don't understand and ignoring the advice of experts. So there's a bit of a social commentary there, too. It's just a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed it. I've seen quite a few of these uh, movies that take place online, but these were all before the pandemic. So having this as that added flavor, that layer, made it all more realistic. It kind of reminded me of something that you'd watch at Halloween just to kind of get in the mood of Halloween, you know? If you have Shudder, I would highly recommend that. Host. Alright guys, that's going to be it for this episode of Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you prefer. We don't care. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at lovecrafttapes.com with links to all our hashtag recommendos and social media channels including Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. And if you're a big fan of big books, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. And if you want to feed the feud between me and Pee Wee Herman, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. And I would just like to say I'm very happy to be back doing this again. So you can find me on Brian Podcast. Until next time, roll for a bicycle built for three. Bring, bring. <laughs> The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2020. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.com.